Welcome back to the conversation and thanks for listening. I'm your host, Gina Simeone. The conversation is a podcast for and about women in business. The conversation is sponsored by Single Throw Marketing, a Google Premier Partner digital marketing agency. When you're ready to invest your dollars and not just spend them, check us out at singlethrow.com to see how we can help grow your business. So today we have the pleasure of speaking with Portia Johnson. Portia is the lease rental service coordinator of Connecticut for Allegiance Trucking. Hey, Portia. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? You know, living my best life here in the truck industry. I love it. I love it. So yeah, the trucking industry is something that that you don't often find females in, correct? Absolutely. Yes. Male-dominant industry. A very male-dominated industry. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about yourself um, and how you kind of got into the trucking industry. Okay. So let's start back with uh, Gabrielli. I started back in 2014 um, at Gabrielli with my career in the truck industry. Um, I started off as a rental agent for the first year. From there, I took flight, got certified in Hino, Isuzu, Mac, Bobble, Kenworth, and GMC, and became the first leasing service advisor for Gabrielli, which was a family-owned business. Um, Within five years, I became a master service advisor. From there, I transitioned into a fleet and warranty manager. Keep in mind, I wore many hats at Gabrielli because my passion is to always help each department as well as our customers. I processed warranty for 12 locations, ensured all preventative maintenance was maintained, assisted with breakdowns and direction of repair, developed and trained my team of technicians, uh, monitored P&L and always thought of different ways to save the company money such as known failures on components, uh, different warranty, things like that. Gabrielli was a very fulfilling job and enhanced my skills. Awesome. Now, tell me exactly. So the trucking company, Gabrielli, what, what exactly did they do? They provide trucks or what they did? They, did. they did many things there. Uh, they sold trucks uh, used and new, provided new trucks for rental and lease customers and repaired them. So it was a one-stop shop as well as selling parts. Okay, great. So now you have made the transition to Allegiance. Now, Gabrielli is located in New Jersey and Connecticut and other places. Yes, New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. They're dominating out there. <laughs> That's amazing. And so yes. now you have made the transition from Gabrielli to Allegiance. I probably because you didn't want to New Jersey. Yes, <laughs> better career opportunities, more uh, skills to enhance my career. I uh, started with Allegiance in June of this year. So I am 90 days in right now. <laughs> oh, get it, girl. <laughs> That's awesome. How are you liking it so far? I love it. You know, here at Allegiance, I assist in an increasing top line rental revenue, you know, through our asset management process. I maintain customer relations by making short reservations and all rental needs are met. Any type of administrative support for the lease and rental team uh, assist the AR with any customer relations. I get down there, visit customers, see what's going on. If they're unhappy, I got to figure out a way to make them happy. 
I maintain. Isn't that the truth with customer service? Yes. Customer service is the top number one aspect of the trucking industry and how we grow our sales database. So yes, the customer service. You got to make it right. If it's not right, you got to make it right or figure it out, right? Exactly. Because that helps us in renewals for leases, you know, at the end of a four-year, six-year term, seven-year, we want them to renew. We want to put them in new trucks. So therefore, we have to meet their needs on our behalf. I did have the pleasure of actually visiting them on site, meeting some of your coworkers and kind of seeing the operation. And uh, I got a great tour by your coworker. Let's give him a shout out, Mr. Eric Dobby. I said, definitely, Eric, Truck Trend Tips of the Week. Truck Trends Tips of the Week. Check them out on YouTube and LinkedIn. Follow him, Eric Dobby. Anyway, he wanted to be on this podcast too, but I told him he wasn't allowed because he's a male. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you've been for the better part of a decade working in the trucking industry. Tell me how that is as a female working in a very male-dominated industry. Well, (laughs) let's start off. Being a female in a male-dominated industry can be tough sometimes. When people think of truck drivers, engines, repairs, they automatically associate it with men, which can pose challenges for us women, you know. The issues that I faced was being treated like an outsider, no confidence from males that you understand just as much as they do when it comes to technical questions, engines and components, and or any type of dictation of the repair. Um, There has been more than one occasion where male customers would call with symptoms of their trucks and refuse to speak with me simply because I answered the phone as a woman. No way. Yes, they would sit there and say, can I speak to a advisor? I say, I am an advisor. No, can I speak to an advisor? You read between the lines of what their intentions are of meaning to wanting to speak with the man. So then did you just be like, hello, this is Portia. (laughs) As times as I wanted to, you know, it's been some occasions where I just wanted to answer the phone and just sound like a male and hope they'll speak with me. (laughs) And that's terrible that we as women have to alter our appearances or voices or anything in that matter to be taken more seriously. I mean, this is 2023. Like, what are we still doing? Like, why is this still happening? Exactly. You know, you're struggling to make your voice, your voice heard in this industry. You know, companies that I work for would fly me out to different states to get certified with manufacturers. I would walk into a classroom of 10 men. I'm the only female and you can literally feel the prejudgment in the air. (laughs) Oh, it's the worst. What were you wearing, by the way? (laughs) (laughs) I was dressed like a technician. I do not dress like a female coming to work in that field. I would put on the tech pants, you know, the collared shirt. And I walk in there just as proud and confident as the man. So You know, to be able to work in this industry, it requires a strong personality and good stress management skills. You know, you cannot, as a female, let your emotions get the best of you. So I always carried myself with a calm and confident demeanor, and I stress confident. They always say if women have big opinions, they're bossy, or if they get emotional, they're just unstable. And like that stigma still follows us around today, which is terrible. It does. And, you know, throughout my years, I was trained like a man. There was no cushion. 
And I honestly feel like that's what made me who I am today. My last director at Gabrielli would say sink or swim. And best believe I came out swimming. <laughs> best believe it. So you came out swimming and you've been through a lot in these past 10 years. Tell me about your personal struggles while trying to rise the corporate ladder. Well, you know, over the past 10 years and really narrowly it down to six, you know, I experienced trauma beyond explanation. You know, I lost my mom in 2016 in October. She was only 44 years old, turned around in the month again of October 2021. My father passed away. He was only 52. Then we're going to jump to 2024. Two, keep in mind, October, my father just passed. In February, my only sibling, retired veteran, he was only 33 years old. He passed away in February. That almost took me out. It's like, how much can you really handle? That's your whole family. Yeah, that's not even the tip of the iceberg. Here it goes October again. As you can see, October is not a good month for me. You know, I did what any parent would uh, would break down and crumble. It, it's so traumatic to have to identify the body of my son. He was only 18 years old and he passed away on Halloween. If trauma was a picture, it would be me, you know, um, just to wake up, you're 38 years old, your son is gone, your, your, your immediate family is gone. And you're standing there like, why am I the only one standing? You know, how can I get through this? I went through dark times, suicidal thoughts, the feeling of facing the world alone, you know, in every way. And it's still a struggle. You'll never be okay, but you're okay (laughs) if you get that. You know, I had to find myself. I felt like hope was gone, but I had to also look inside myself and figure out a way to survive and heal with the strength to carry on. And which brings me to this year where I wrote my first published poem and decided to turn my pain into words and letting others know that you're not alone. If you lose a child, you're you're not alone. And I hope anyone that has listened to this podcast as a parent that lost a child, whether it was in your womb or, you know, out here in the outside world, that there is hope and you can survive. Which brings me to where I am today, helping companies, people in the community, developing lasting relationships, and being there for anyone in need is what soothes me today. That is my healing. My son always said, Mom, you have the biggest heart, and I love you so much. And I want to continue doing that because I know he's looking down on me saying, you got this, literally. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I can't even begin to imagine what you've been going through. And I think it's, I mean, a credit to who you are as a person and, you know, how, how you're able to stand up and get back up on two feet and face the day and face the world and have this attitude of, you know, it's just, it's only been such a short time since all of this has happened and you're already not that you're, you're never going to be healed, but you're already projecting your positive energy to other people that might be going through this. And, you know, there, unfortunately there are a lot of other people, you know, with similar situations. So I commend you for, for talking about it and coming on here and sharing your story with us. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, it, it, 
it's it's devastating. It's it's a feeling like no other. And and like I said, I hope this helps other parents and you know couples get through a traumatic experience similar as mine. Everybody has a past and everybody has something that they're going through. So this situation has humbled me and I just want to give the world love. We need more love. We do. We absolutely do. So with all of this going on, you were still working. You were still trucking away. No pun intended. Absolutely. You know, I used work as, as my escape, you know, just dealing with different people and, and their issues. I call myself the truck doctor. <laughs> you know, they call <laughs> me with problems. <laughs> you get those calls, like you're doing a great job and stuff, but you get more calls of my truck's broke. Help me. I have a load to deliver. And, you know, what people don't realize is we rely on trucks. We rely on trucks for our medical equipment, for our food, for everything. So, you know, it's my job to make sure that these trucks are in operating condition because that's how we receive all of our products. Absolutely. I mean, that's the backbone. I mean, I'm ordering something on Amazon literally every day. <laughs> so exactly. for trucks, I'd never get my packages. <laughs> right. It'll be late. We're running late. We're running late. <laughs> So, I mean, to keep working and keep going like you've been doing and with your attitude and strength, it's, it's unimaginable. So kudos to you, girl. Kudos. I appreciate that. (laughs) It's not easy. (laughs) No, I I can't imagine that it is. So I want to segue back a little bit into the trucking industry as far as how do you guys market yourselves? You know, who I like, you wouldn't even really know. I mean, if you needed to lease a truck or you needed to buy a truck, you know, I would figure, oh, I go to a truck dealership or like maybe even a car dealership, not sure. But how do you market your products, your trucks, and all of the things that you guys do? Well, we also market on LinkedIn. Um, shout out to Eric Dobby again. <laughs> He uh, he puts up his truck trend tips of the week. I put up the uh, rental business. Allegiance also puts up uh, different businesses as far as new trucks coming on the fleet, different used uh, trucks that we have that's available. And, you know, the rental and lease business, I get out there, I go door to door sometimes and to businesses that's out there like, hey, we're here, we're in the area. You know, if you need a rental or a lease truck, call me. And I'm here to help you out. Uh, so we do use the utilize the social media platform. You can also go on to AllegianceTrucks.com and uh, get a, a visual of our inventory and what we have that could meet your needs, um, as well as, you know, my contact information is on LinkedIn, um, as well as the uh, website for us. Awesome. And, you know, when you and I were talking, when I came over to your location, you're one of the few people that when I talk to you about digital marketing in general, like search engine optimization and stuff, you get it, you understand the importance and the need. Can you help explain to our listeners why that would be important for a trucking industry? Absolutely. It would be important because it gets your it gets your business out there. It gets your name out there. It gets customers knowing that there's more than the regular competitors, you know, that it is basically just promoting it. It helps a lot, you know, just it, being able to stream the Internet and Allegiance is one of the first top that pops up. You know, that's where the digital comes in. Right. Um, so it promotes us in every way possible, especially and- if we're not widely, you know, known in Connecticut or the, the New England area. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys are literally right across the street from another trucking company. 
Absolutely. So the competition is out there. You know, people know, you know, the the writers, the Millers, you know, the the Penskys, but Allegiance is here too. And I work with the competition as far as pricing goes and, you know, the ability to be able to put each business owner in a reliable truck. Wow. Well, this has all been really, really great information. And I really appreciate you coming on and sharing this info with us. Um, Before I let you go, do you have any advice for people that are experiencing traumas of some nature and trying to work full time? What, What advice can you give them to keep going? The advice that I can give them to keep going is to never give up and to know that there is hope. And what I like to do is view on how my loved ones or traumatic experience, whatever you're going through is looking down on you. You know, if you are a parent of more than one child, you, you got to step up and unfortunately you got to put that mask on, you know, that you can keep going. You know, the world is not over. You are here for a reason. God only puts on your plate, no more than what you can handle. And that's what I tell myself every day. I'm here for a reason. Everyone is here for a reason and don't give up. Don't, you know, rely on different like drugs or people go to alcohol to soothe their pain. No, take it head on because you can make it. You you are a survivor. And coming from you, that's that's a lot because you've been through probably more than most people have been through. So it is possible. So keep going. I always say, put your big girl panties on and keep going. Hey, that's what I say. And when I'm, when I'm here at work, I say, keep on trucking. (laughs) I think that's going to be the title of the podcast, honestly, (laughs) because as as we were saying it and we're talking, I'm like, well, I said like, you know, you're you're trucking along. And I was like, keep on trucking. That's the title of the podcast. And then lastly, do you have any advice for women who are trying to make their way in a male dominated industry? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's again, it's not allowing your emotions to get the best of you. You're going to struggle. You're going to fall down. You're going to feel like, you know, you're not good enough, but you, you got to keep going. You know, my motto to help me through the years is never give up. Failure and rejection is the first step to succeeding. I couldn't agree more. That's great advice. Thank you so much. Thanks you're for welcome. coming on here, Portia, and sharing your stories and your successes. Absolutely. And I really appreciate you having me and, you know, allowing me to put my story out there. So if people wanted to give you a shout out, shoot you a message, they can find you on LinkedIn. Yes, absolutely. Portia Johnson, look me up. I'm at Allegiance Truck. Well, thank you again so much. And uh, we will talk to you soon and we'll, we'll be on the lookout for great things to come. Awesome. Thank you so much. Take care. Thanks. You too. Thanks for tuning in to The Conversation. This podcast is sponsored by Single Throw Marketing, a Google Premier partnered full service digital marketing agency. To learn how we can help grow your business, check us out at singlethrow.com. And last but not least, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I cannot stress to you enough how important it is for self-checks, self-care, and getting to your doctor to get those mammograms. Make your appointments now. Don't wait.